Happy home opener, Sox fans. Today's episode of Locked on White Sox is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the Locker Room app from the iOS app store and find one of our Locked on Rooms. Locker Room, changing the way we talk about sports. If what has happened is a memory and what's going to happen is a thought, you're taking yourself out of right now. So in that case, every day is opening day. White Sox! White Sox! Go! 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 Dynamic duo of Herb Lawrence and Chris Tannehill. Those two are like a tag team, you know? Come with me to Southside of Chicago. Hi, this is Jim Tomey, and the best White Sox talk is on Locked On Sox Podcast with Tanny and Herb. Hello and welcome back to Locked On Socks. My name is Herb Lawrence. You can follow me on Twitter, Ecknerwall23 on Twitter. And Chris Tannehill is at Chris Tannehill on Twitter. Our show on socks at Twitter, Instagram, and on YouTube. If you go there, subscribe. Maybe hit the notifications bell. You might be a recipient of a Locked On Socks prize pack, which is a shirt, a mug, and Chris Tannehill will send it out to you. 312 is the way you leave a voicemail for us and do that for our post game shows especially we really love those because they really uh get the emotion distilled and we don't have to get that emotion through an email which locked on socks at gmail.com it's kind of hard to get the emotion that you're uh typing with if you could just say it it's all good 312-566-8727 so without any further ado here is chris Tannehill. i don't even need to ask you What's up? <laughs> yeah, because I just saw you like a little bit ago. We, we left work together. Ugh. Herb waits for me. It's some, you know, I usually go. I go to the washroom, and Herb holds the elevator for me, uh, like a true gentleman, and I appreciate him. So that, uh, I'm yeah. Harriet from uh, Perfect Strangers. I don't remember Harriet and Perfect Strangers. I remember Harriet from Small Wonder, the annoying next door neighbor who always being nosy and shit. Harriet went from <laughs> Perfect Strangers to uh, Family Matters, so she was uh, the elevator person. And perfect strangers, and oh. the the, the uh, spinoff to uh, Family Matters, which aka the Urkel Show. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So, uh, episode two hundred seven here today, and I do have some emails that I would like to get to. We haven't forgotten about you, emailers. You guys have been down since day one, and so there are a couple of things here that uh, we will get to, and we'll try to weave in and out of some of these things over the course of the show. But it's episode 207. Uh, thank you. Are you awake with me tonight here, Herb? Um, Finally. <laughs> by the way, I someone told me, I think it was Shane told me today, that we don't have to worry about any West Coast games until September. Hopefully by then the Sox will have clinched. Not likely, Ugh. but no. I'm just I'm so done with these West Coast games, dude. It's like I I was not, I was nodding off to but we got to get these five episodes in. I mean, we don't have to, but we're here for you guys. Like that was a it was a fun win last night, and but I just it, it was not fun staying up till two o'clock and then getting up at having your kid wake you up at like seven, you yeah. know. And you know it's it's what it is. I'm so done with these West Coast games, dude. Uh, the team, unless they if they went out there and just blitz through, 
the Angels and the Mariners and went seven and zero, I'd be like, all right, I'm here for these West Coast games, <laughs> absolutely. But they did not, man. Let's let's talk about this game yesterday, Ugh. real quick. I know today's opening day. Happy happy home opener to all you folks out there that are going. We're gonna hear from some of you in a little bit. If we get Nick Castellanos, every day would be opening day. But whatever. Yeah, I Go do ahead. like that philosophy. Yeah. Um, so, Sox, they're three and four heading into the home opener today. They lost eight to four yesterday to the Mariners. And I'll, I'll just say this, try to have a little positive spin on this. I was thinking about this earlier. And it, this is all a matter of perspective, right? I, I think there's part of me that says, you know, if you would have taken a three and four West Coast road trip and placed it at any point during the season, you wouldn't be jumping for joy about it. Absolutely not. But you wouldn't also be just lamenting it and just stewing in every moment of everything that happened wrong in every game. Um, I think it is important that we hold the team to a high standard. But, I, you know, I just think if, if it just sucks that this is how the season started, it's not easy to win out on the West Coast and they didn't do themselves any favors. They were in all these games. Uh, and then, you know, just things fell apart. But I think if you if you had a decent stretch and then all of a sudden you place this seven-game stretch at any point in the season, I think people would be a little more understanding and have a little bit more leeway and be like, okay, you know, sometimes that's how it goes in baseball. You're, you know, that you played one game under uh, on a road trip. But having said that, let's hammer them for their performance on this road trip because mm-hmm. yesterday's game, dumb base running, bad defense, substandard starting pitching and here we are uh, at a three and four record heading into a home opener and selfish baseball too at that um you know the the thing that you know there's a lot of things that made me mad about that game yesterday I'll tee you up here in a second but when I say selfish baseball just thinking not thinking just only thinking about yourself not thinking about what's best for the team in the moment I'm thinking about Adam Eaton not you know, making way for Luis Robert on that fly ball I think it was in the fourth or fifth inning out to you know right center field you know, people may debate me all day long, like, oh, that's, you know, closer to Eaton. That's Eaton's ball. Eaton's got the range. But no, I'm sorry. The center fielder is the captain out there. And if we've learned nothing else at this point, but it's, it's Luis Robert has it covered out there. So for Adam Eaton, not even to, to give way, you know, I didn't go back and watch it. I don't know. Maybe Luis didn't do a good job of calling him off because Luis has been a little timid lately ever since that doinking on the head that he got in the Anaheim series. So I will go back and see it, and maybe I'll make a revision tomorrow. But I hated that moment, and you saw it with me too. And it's stuff like that, which is why that they're 3-4. and four. It could be a lot worse considering how they played the last few days. Yeah, I mean, it's just frustrating because we know they're not this team. They're not a defensive bad team. Like We know that Nick Madrigal's not the guy that has shown up so far. I think he's made one error and he's let that error make him make another error. And then he just keeps on going with mental lapses. Same thing with Adam Eaton, who now has three errors in right field. Amazing. In seven games. That's dumb. But yeah, that's Luis Roberts ball. A hundred percent. And either Luis is not calling for it and being authoritative. And if he's, if Adam Eaton does that now, you don't want to be showing your teammate up. But there's got to be a talking to by Luis Robert. I don't care if Luis Robert is in his second year of baseball in the majors and Adam Eaton might be in his 10th or 12th. I'm the damn center fielder. If I say I got it, move your ass. We saw that the other day where um, who was playing right field last night or two nights ago. He was going pretty fast to get the ball. He heard Luis Robert say he got it, peeled off. The right fielder peeled off and respected that Luis Robert is a gold glove center goddamn fielder. You get out of his way. 
and either Luis has to take control, pull him by the side and say, you will not catch a ball in front of me that I say I got ever again. I don't care if I missed that ball that I called off Timmy on. I'm the damn captain out here. I'm the captain now. <laughs> Look at me. Look at me, Atom Eaton. I'm the captain now. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, these things, I think, give me hope because I know the White Sox are not as bad as they've shown in Anaheim and a couple times in Seattle. It gives me hope that we're playing the Kansas City Royals today. It gives me hope that Lance Lynn's on the bump. So I know that three and four is not favorable. It's not good at all. But what I would want White Sox fans to do and what I'm trying to do myself is forget that Anaheim series. That's an anomaly. Except the two out of three versus Seattle. Two out of three versus any team is good. Two out of three on the road is exceptional. Take that as a win. Move on to Kansas City and kick the out of the Kansas City Royals. Do the same on the four games versus the Cleveland Indians. Have that type of mentality. Like these games, they do count. And we set our piece when they happen. But for the team and for us fans, we should think about, okay, not as the whole of the road trip, but the last part of that road trip, two out of three, winning those games. We played pretty solid baseball for the most part, more positive than negative in the most part in Seattle. Absolutely. And today, you know, it boiled down to to one inning where things just really, you know, flew off the rails there. You know, Dallas Keuchel begins the sixth inning walks the first guy, then gives up the single. In comes Matt Foster. Foster is in there long enough to throw 34 pitches. And Tony La Russa said this about the decision to bring in Foster, and not only that, but to leave him in. This is what Tony said in the post game. Listen to this. Well, that's, you know, that's probably the clearest example of why I'm upset with myself. I mean, he faced too many hitters. But, you know, that, that's, that's lousy managing to – Matt's a gamer. We saw what he did that one day, and and uh, pushed him too far. Stupid, lousy, no excuse. I mean, we were really set up to pitch the last four innings of the game. I mean, we had we had all those innings covered. Just you know, I, I didn't do what I was supposed to do, and uh, yeah, we paid the price by all those extra runs. So, I mean, I don't enjoy saying it, but I don't. I enjoy less trying to. Uh, not take responsibility. So I think that's Tony there just trying to take some heat off of his player. I don't know if he actually uh, believes that because Tony's made some questionable decisions or you, you know, the lack of decision-making here in this first seven games. You have, of course, the not challenging when you basically have a free challenge in the first game on opening night in Anaheim. You have the curious decision to not have Liam Hendricks up in the game in the ninth inning in Anaheim in that Sunday night game. And then you have this, and I'm sure there's a few other things that I'm missing there, but um, this is not good. This is not a good start to the Tony La Russa era as far as the guy who is a Hall of Fame manager who, whose strength is handling the bullpen. And so far, most of the mistakes have been with the bullpen. Like, I get it. Sometimes you press the wrong button. The guy doesn't have it on a certain night. We saw that happen with Cody Hoyer. We saw that happen with Matt Foster earlier also, not, not just yesterday. But sometimes that just happens. Your guys get beat, and that's fine. I can live with that. But – for something that was billed as Tony LaRusso's strength, we're really off to a shaky start here, Herb. Really shaky, and I uh, applaud him for at least taking responsibility there. I thought that he left Matt Foster in there way too long, and I actually think his biggest mistake 
is keep on giving Matt Foster dirty innings. So the Jose Ruiz thing the other day where Ruiz goes through the eighth inning unscathed and then bringing him back out for the ninth. That should have been either Liam Hendricks that you brought up because he was warming in the ninth or Matt Foster with the clean inning. We know how that ended with Jarrett Walsh hitting the walk-off three-run home run. This game, I don't know necessarily if I blame him for Matt Foster not performing or it not working out, but once you see that Foster doesn't have it and guys are getting pretty good wood on it, the JP after the JP Crawford hit, where I think it was a one-run game, I think that made it four to three, I would have gone and got him. I would have had somebody else up, maybe Aaron Bummer. That's a high-leverage situation that we are talking about. And Corey Seager's right there for you. The guy's killed the Sox in the past, you know, left-handed hitter. That would have been mm-hmm. a perfect spot for Bummer to come in. You know, he just he shoots it the other way, a nice piece of hitting. And I'll, I'll tip the cap to the Mariners. Like, they, there was a lot of at-bats, like you said, where they just got wood on the ball. And, you know, good things happen when you put the ball in play. But, yeah, not having Bummer there, I think, is what irked everyone there. And at least he owned up to it. And we're talking about Liam Hendricks is a big-time signing. He's a high-priced closer and put those in quotes but you don't use them in the traditional way i don't i wouldn't if he's getting paid this much and he's one of the best relievers in baseball named reliever of the year last year i put him in high leverage situations so that's wait as, so the night as you come so the uh the eighth inning when the when the Sox are already losing by four runs that's not how you would have used liam hendricks yesterday <laughs> exactly <laughs> Yeah, like you try to just get him get working. Like, what is yeah, what's I, that? I think that was it. Yeah, I think that was all it was. But I, I, the old traditional way that Tony grew up with that we enjoy, I think those are gone by the wayside. You need to get the wins and then worry about other things later. Because think about the White Sox schedule. They're playing this game in Seattle yesterday. Then they're coming back home for the home opener. Then they have an off day on Friday. So if you're thinking wow, I don't want to have Liam Hendricks being used this early because we might use him for the home opener. Think about who's pitching the next day, Lance Lynn, who didn't pitch a lot in the first game. He went four and two-thirds. I think he went 90-plus pitches. He's a bulldog. He usually goes six-plus. You're probably going to use Liam Hendricks tomorrow, too, because more than likely the White Sox are going to have a lead and need to shut it down. And so you have an off day on Friday. So to use Liam Hendricks in a longer extended period right there in the sixth inning when you needed outs there's two runners on no outs would have been my call or maybe Aaron Bummer but um what are you holding on to this guy if he's not going to be used at all and like you said the eighth inning it's 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 way too late same thing with Bummer he got used the inning before so um use it or lose it and I'm glad that he has the mea culpa maybe he's just doing the thing that Ozzy used to do, take the pressure off the players and saying, hey, that was on me, that loss is on me, and it ingratiates his players to him and also gives a little bit more relaxation to his players. But learn from it. Next time, where's a big-time high-leverage situation, have a high-leverage pitcher out there. Matt Foster, the last couple of times with inherited runners, has failed. So now maybe he goes to a lesser role, maybe a fifth or sixth or seventh inning guy, or when you're up really a, a lot of runs, Matt Foster's that guy to rebuild his confidence. But in the interim, we need to be going to Cody Hoyer. We need to be going to Michael Kopech, 100% Michael Kopech. We need to be going to Liam Hendricks. 
Yeah, it's it's unfortunate because the starters are not going deep in these ball games, and I think you heard me talk about it yesterday. That you know these now, I think a lot of these guys, Hoyer, Foster, are getting taxed early here, and I've, I know they've got off days coming here, but it's it's not good. All right, we're 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 done. You know this team's got problems right now, but we know you're listening to this, and it's home. It's the home opener, and everyone should be happy today. But there's certainly those things that we needed to talk about from yesterday's game. So when we come back after a quick timeout, we're gonna get you guys ready for the home opener on the South Side here on Locked On White Sox. This episode of Locked on White Sox is brought to you by Locker Room. Welcome aboard, Locker Room. They're one of our new friends, new sponsors on the show. Locker Room is the live audio-only sports talk platform. It's free to download and to use. You can talk to other fans, athletes, and insiders all in real time. They're perfect if you're going to do a watch party, a debate, a post-game breakdown, or just maybe reacting to the big news of the day. I'm hoping Herb and I will get to get down with the Locker Room app during the regular season and you guys can interact with us on there and then maybe even we'll share some of our interactions right here on Locked On White Sox. So all you have to do is download the Locker Room app and best of all, it's free in the iOS app store. All you do is create a profile, link it to your Twitter account and then join your preferred league. And don't forget folks, we want those takes spicy on the Locker Room app, okay? Download the Locker Room app in the iOS app store today. This episode of Locked On White Sox is brought to you by our friends at Rock Auto. Auto.com. You know, there's so many different makes and models of cars these days. It's become impossible for your traditional chain storefront to stock all those parts that your car's ever going to need. So why endure that process of going into the store and asking what you think are dumb questions and you wait for the person behind the counter to check their inventory on their computer and they only choose the brands that they happen to carry. Why would you do that when you have access to a vast catalog of auto parts at rockauto.com in your pocket it's right there on your phone silly you know there's a lot of reasons to maintain your automobile i know herb and i are thinking about hitting the road here we're making our road trip plans for pittsburgh in june and i know if i'm going to be driving i want to make sure my car is running in tip-top shape you know we're approaching a couple hundred thousand miles on that thing and you know i want to make sure herb and i are safe on the road to pittsburgh so whatever my car is going to need to keep me on the road longer i'm going to go to rockauto.com and get those parts. And I know by shopping at rockauto.com, those prices are going to be reliably low, not just for me, not just for you, but for everybody. You see, because those chain stores, they charge different price tiers for do-it-yourselfers and professional mechanics, but not rockauto.com. Their prices are always reliably low. They've got everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. I think I'm going to need some new air freshener before we hit the road here with our, whether it's your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks. And best of all, it's delivered right to your door so go to rockauto.com now see all the parts available for your car or truck write the promo code locked on in there how'd you hear about us box so they know that we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices and all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the locked on today podcast host peter bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts Follow the Lockdown Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Happy home opener, Herb. I know you're a season ticket holder, but you are not going, correct? I am not going. I'm not a fan of home openers, so I will stay and go to the second game like I usually do. Love it, love it. So I'm not going either. This breaks uh, a very mm. it breaks a streak for me, and you know I haven't thought about it much until before we sat down and do the show here. 
Uh, but I started thinking about all the opening days that I've been to in a row since 2003 and all the memorable days we had there. Uh, so, you know, some of them with you, some of them with, with family, friends, etc. Some by myself. I just went solo for dolo on opening day. But I got to thinking, you know, my streak began in 2003. Me and a bunch of buddies, we waited out all day in the rain for Esteban Luiza. No one knew who he was at the time, you know, but Esteban Luiza has a breakout year in 03. You know, the Sox host the All-Star game that year where he, you know, is a starting pitcher. They win that one. So 2004 comes around. Luiza is there again. 2005, of course, the one nothing victory over Cleveland and route to a World Series championship, a wire-to-wire championship. I remember going in my D. Brown jersey that day because the Illini were playing that night. Uh, Sean May a little bit too much for the boys that evening. But uh, 06, the banner raising, it's straight up, like one of the greatest nights of my life. It was my birthday. I got tickets from my buddies who worked at Osco when I was working at Jewel, and uh, they got tickets through the uh, Miller sales rep and they gave them to me even though i was an asshole uh rubbing in uh, the white Sox world series all off season because they're hardcore cub fans uh but i went with my my best friend rob he's the best man at my wedding and we, we sat up there uh you know in the suites watching the white Sox raise a banner man it, it seriously does not get any better than that as a as a baseball fan and you know waiting through a rain delay jim tomey's debut he you know he belts the home run out of the rain delay and the Sox win uh, 2007 was a bad one. Jose Contreras getting served divorce papers, mm. uh, supposedly before he goes Cold out there. Bloody. Yeah, and I think it was the Indians who tattooed him that day. Uh, 2008, Joe Creedy's grand slam off Pat Neshack. I remember that one vividly. I was sitting there with my dad, right there uh, by the uh, White Sox bullpen where it went over. 09, Burley doing Burley things, being solid. 2010, the Burley flip play, one of the greatest, the greatest play I've ever seen live in person. Were you at that one, or were you working the game? Yeah, I think I was working that game. Yeah, I think you were too. Um, 2011, our Cleveland trip. Mm. Um, I had to pull up the box score on this. This is not a home opener. This is a season opener for the White Sox. April <laughs> April 1st, 2011. This is coming off the all-in offseason, right, where the Sox sign Adam Dunn. They bring back Paul Konerko. You still got Die and AJ and uh, this game here. Sox and Indians. Sox hang on to win 15-10 to 10, uh, at Progressive Field that day. And this is where I learned about the concept of fan ERA uh, that Herb explained to me. But, you know, some of the guys uh, in this White Sox lineup that day, you know, Lasting's, <laughs> Lasting's Millage was in that lineup that day for the I White remember, Sox. I remember, and they took a – they had a picture of Lasting Millage, and it was like of some other black guy that was on the White Juan Sox. Juan Pierre, yeah. Yes. <laughs> So, you know, that that was that was a wild one, man. Like, you know, that was not a good team that year. Uh Adam Dunn did go yard that day, I believe. Close um, to us, yeah. We were in right field. He went yard that yeah. day. Um this lineup here, Pierre <laughs> Pierre and left leading off, Gordon Beckham at second, Adam Dunn the DH, Paul Konerko at first, Alex Rios in the center, Carlos Quentin in right, uh AJ catching Alexei at short, Brent Morell at third, and uh, Mark Ugh. Burley pitched that day, and he got uh, he got rocked a little bit, but so did Fausto Carmona uh, as well that day. Uh, everyone got in the action for the Sox. Will Oman, Carlos Pena, Chris Sale got in that one. Jesse Crane, yeah, but this of course uh, Fausto Carmona, aka Roberto Hernandez, in that game. But that was that was just a blast, man, because we had some had some beverages across the street there. I'll, I don't remember the name of that bar. But our, our guy Craig Miller was there, one of Chicago's finest. Thirsty Parrot. Thirsty Parrot, exactly. And it was just a good time, man, just hanging out there with the good people of Cleveland who said, hey, we love opening day, but you know what? We're not coming back. 
<laughs> and I'm trying to remember how the Indians did that year. I, I guess I could easily just... They did better than they, they thought than they thought they would, yeah. Yeah, because they're like, oh, you got to wait until Lonnie Chisenhall comes up in the middle of the year. Pining for Lonnie Chisholm. Imagine that. <laughs> well, that's our guy Bruce Drennan that I was that I was reminding you about, who went off on that great opening day rant, and uh, we were listening to him on the radio on the on the way back. And yeah, that was that was a fun one there. And we're gonna hopefully you know get the band back together in Pittsburgh soon. But you know, uh, 2012, I remember PV outdueling Max Scherzer. 2013, Sale outdueling James Shields. 2014, Jose Abreu's debut got to see his first hit in RBI that day against the Twins, I believe. And then it, they start to go downhill. In 2015, I remember I was up in the booth with Ranji, and I mentioned this today when we were talking. Uh, Hector Noesi started the home opener in 2015 for the White God Sox, and that was just a bad omen right there. Um, next year, 2016, John Danks got rocked around a little bit. The team started out well, but uh, Danks did not pitch well. Um, 2017, Verlander outduels Q. Miguel Cabrera with the odd delaying of the game while he made uh, the sad father come out there and repaint the batter's boxes. I believe that's what happened there. I'm trying to remember. He was right, though. Absolutely. No one knows better than Miguel Cabrera. Yeah. Yeah, they tried to make Miguel Cabrera get up closer to the box of White Sox maybe doing some little games and such, but Miguel Cabrera's like, no, I usually stand right here with the plate, and your line is effed. Uh, Get it better. Yeah. 2018, I remember, was a a weird one. It was my daughter's first opening day. We went, the whole family played hooky from work and school, and uh, we sat through the snow. Uh, to see you know, Joaquin Soria blow it against the Tigers. And I remember when they lost that game, we were already on Lakeshore Drive because we were there with the, my daughter was four at the time. Um, and then 2019, like things get good again, and it was an all-timer. Eloy makes his debut. Wife and I were there, and uh, T.A. hits that bomb uh, against the uh, the Mariners, I believe, or was it the Royals? Uh, no, Mariners. Mariners. Yeah, Mariners uh, in the eighth inning to you know catapult the Sox to a win in the home opener. So... Here we are. I'm not going, so I just had to get that out and sort of just wax poetic on uh, my fond experiences there on opening day. You know what? It's it's only it's starting to hit me now because I started to think about our guy Farmio, and I wish you know I, I don't know if the Sox are preparing something. I assume they are. Um, there's a lot of stuff they got to do, right? Like to you know, it's been a year since they've had people, so I'm sure they have to salute first you know re- responders and healthcare professionals and. You know, do the whole thing where the, the people that they've lost through the off season, like they always do, and they got to go back and and hopefully honor Ed, and he can get somewhat of a of a of a proper send off that he deserves. It's going to be only you know small, you know, uh, a restricted capacity, but I I would miss that moment there uh, if if they do do that. But that's the only thing that I was thinking of. But other than that, I'm cool because I'm going to get my uh, Johnson and Johnson vaccine to, uh, today. So. Uh, no regrets, so I probably won't be feeling up for baseball, but I'll just like you know go into work. Hopefully, if I'm feeling okay, but yeah. So is that, that because you want to be on the team for next year? <laughs> Absolutely, yes. That's the no. That's the Dan Johnson uh, oh. that vaccine. Um, yeah, that's where Ed, Ed says you'll be on the team, and then you're not on the team at all uh, <laughs> next year. Um, so I asked for voicemails, and you guys came through. So I want to know. We want to live vicariously here on Locked On Socks to those of you that are going. Uh, those of you who have plans, I just want to hear what, what you guys uh, have going on. So let's start with uh, one of our, our new friends here, at least one of my new friends, uh, Sockside Pride. Hey, Tanny and Herb, it's Sockside Pride. Uh, Tanny, you think that you got the reminder during the 108 tournament since you didn't know who I was before. Uh, shut up. Uh, just kidding, I'll just decide <laughs> I love you guys. Um, so just calling my opening day plans. Uh, I've been Jonesing for baseball for well over a year uh, from Chicago, so I'm going to be attending opening day. 
I've got to work early in the morning, but as soon as I get off, I'm heading with two of my best friends that I haven't seen in a long time. Uh, we're going to head to the park, have a few beers, and then just rock out in the bleachers and just kind of enjoy the atmosphere. Really don't care. I know concessions and stuff are going to be limited, but just really looking forward to just being out in the parking lot, having a good time with my buddies and seeing the White Sox stay live in the park because it's going to be way too long. Um, and, you know, I'm all about even paying $12 for a beer I don't even care all that much for just so I can be sitting in the bleachers sipping it. Um, love what you guys do. Hopefully you guys get to call to watch a good game. We all have a good time. And hopefully we uh, sweep the Royals in this homecoming game. Uh, thanks, Kenny Herp. Hope you guys are doing. Thank you, Sockside Pride. That one really hit me, the line about the beer. Because Barry Rosner said it famously, baseball matters because it doesn't matter. And just the idea of sitting there with a beer and kind of just zoning out. I like to do a little people watching and just seeing people having fun and getting back to a normal activity. Like that's gotta be a great feeling. And I almost feel like I'm there hearing him explain it, but I can't wait until whenever I am back at the ballpark again here soon, um, you know, to, to have my first beer and just have that moment where you you take the deep breath and you, you sip that beer and you're just watching people around. You have a good time, man. It's we're here. You know what I mean? Like it's awesome yeah. that we've made it like you're not all the way, uh, but we've we've made it to this point. And I think that's worth celebrating. Yeah, it is. And I'm um, I hear the stories about what's happening at Wrigley. And it's kind of like, oh, everything's back to normal. They're, you know, they started off with the restrictions, but, you know, no one's really following those things. And I'm thinking like he was talking about, you know, hanging out with his friends. Most White Sox fans, and especially if they sit in the outfield, like to just chill and talk to each other in the concourse. I'm looking forward to that. I hope they don't lock that off. And I understand, you know, saying six feet away, keeping masks on is is paramount to keep this virus down. But that's what I'm looking forward to, you know, being at the Goose Island and then looking at the 108 and then saying, oh, let's go and say what's up to the people real quick. Or they're in 109 say- now. I think I heard they mentioned that on the broadcast oh. last, last night. I don't know if they got moved uh, temporarily here. I don't know what's going on, but uh I think they got moved. I don't know if that was a joke or whatever, but yeah. The disrespect. So you'd be able to find them, though. Don't worry. If you're looking yeah. for those guys to say hello, uh, you'll be able to find them, I'm sure. Yeah, so that's what I'm looking forward to, like walking over there to the concourse and seeing all the people. You have to go through the big crowds of people of to get to your section or to go to Rev Brewing to get the drink that you want or to the, the Irish fries that I like to eat. Yeah. All those things. So... I'm looking forward to that normalcy. When I know we got a packed concourse out there in the outfield, I'm like, we beat COVID. Let's go. <laughs> exactly. I want to know if you guys are going tomorrow. I want to see photos of Elote. So I may make some uh, myself here at the crib, but I want, I want to know if that's still an option available because I know they've kind of pared down the options for food and drinks. I want to, make, I want to know what uh, made the cut here. Uh, in in the uh, in the COVID post COVID world here, as we get, I'm these... getting everything, Tanny. Yeah, as a guy, you know, I've been on a you know diet, Nutrisystem, and all that stuff. Yeah, I'm eating food and drinks, and like you were saying, like this is getting back to normal, and I'm not going to deprive myself of normal feelings and normal things that we, you know, we struggled to get through COVID. All of us who are listening to this podcast struggled to get through this thing. Some have lost some loved ones. Some have had. Uh, problems with COVID. So when you get back to a sense of normalcy, celebrate. You should celebrate all your wins, but especially nowadays that you've seen some hardships. So I'm going to get the bacon wrap 
hot dogs, the <laughs> elote. I'm gonna get my root beer float. I got my yeah. banana slit. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna get all the things I wanna eat and drink, and I'm not gonna worry about the weight I'm gonna gain back. I'm gonna just enjoy it. And like you said, I'm just gonna be in I don't know where I'm at, like four twenty two or four twenty. Hell yeah. By myself, That's a good section, bro. I, I tried to get multiple tickets, but it didn't work. Whatever. I know. I understand the reason why I couldn't do it like a regular time. But like, I was just going to be looking around and saying, wow, this is like we missed this. We actually this is and like seeing eye to eye with people who are strangers and saying and having that knowing look at each other's like, yeah, we're here at a ballpark watching our favorite team play baseball getting mad at the white Sox for losing the kansas city royals up into the sixth <laughs> inning i wish we i wish we can get some hits off of brad keller fuck brad keller dude and Lan- he's phil meyer too lance lynn is gonna shove t- uh today i think against brad keller brad keller's got an era of 40 he had a tough start ag- yeah he, he he got a he had a tough start in his opener so the only thing regrettable here is that ta is not in the lineup I think that would be fun. T.A., by the way, I, I remember I, I said it on last night's show. Oh, I think they think maybe he'll be back by Friday. No, he just went on the 10-day uh, IL, and someone uh, emailed here about, about Tim. Uh, Timothy Doyle wrote in, I seem to remember Anderson dealing with a hamstring right at the start of the season a few years ago, maybe 2018. Haven't heard it mentioned at all. What do you guys remember? And, I, you know, I, I went back, and I think it was August of 2017. I know Tim had a shoulder injury at the beginning of a year a couple years back, but he had a little bit of a hammy in 2017, but it wasn't as significant as this. So I think this is something foreign to us uh, with with Tim dealing with this injury for this extended period of time and we, you know, it's not the same team that we signed up for. And I feel bad for people who you know what I don't cuz I know they're going to have a good time, but people who bought tickets at a premium price and there's no Eloy in the lineup, no TA in the lineup, and now you're going to have to see you know, Jake Lamb out there who had a nice game yesterday, three walks, fine. Uh, Billy Hamilton, I don't know if he's going to be in the lineup or not, but th- these guys are giving you substantial playing time, and it's not what we all signed up for. So uh, TA not going to be there. That's worth noting. Also, getting back to your point, Herb, about just people who have you know dealt with a lot over the past calendar year, Like, let's try to have some patience with each other, folks. Like, I know it's, some of us – are acting like, you know, we're not dealing in extraordinary times. Like, you know, when we're out there, you know, people still have road rage. People are still dicks in the grocery store. So, you know, if you're in line waiting for something and someone's like maybe fumbling with their phone because it's a foreign thing to them or, you know, paying on your phone and having your tickets on your phone or just whatever. If someone is just taking a little longer than maybe you think they should, just give someone a little extra time, would you please? Because, you know, we're at a baseball game for God's sakes and you never know what type of shit people went through the past calendar year. So everyone's going out to that game today to escape a little bit and just try to have some patience with each other. Like, don't take the frustrations out from on Jerry Reinsdorf and Rick Hahn and the team. Don't put those on other people, man. Just try to have a little respect for each other and everyone's going to have a good time, okay? But I know it's going to be weird for a lot of people going back into – into the wild here after being being in their house for a calendar year so some people will act a little differently some people may act a little you know weird being around people so you know give people their space and you know hang with the people that you're going with and, and i'm pretty sure you guys are going to have a good time out there so that, that's just my my psa about entering back into civilized society quote unquote civilized society um but yeah man it's, it should be a good time tomorrow uh, maybe you're mean Will be in the lineup. Mm, I assume he, he de- would. He better. Yeah, he has to be I, now. That's a fireball offense. He's not in the lineup <laughs> tomorrow or 
today. <laughs> so Tony goes out tomorrow later today, and he brings the lineup card out, and your means not in it. So Rick Rickon comes down in his very nice. Uh, you listen to Rickon. Rickon comes down in his very nice 1959 White Sox. Pull, like quarter zip pullover. That's a Teflon that, suit. That, it's, it's Teflon. That's what. That's why it's so cool. Like it a- actually happens to be Teflon as well. But that's one of my favorite low key favorite things that Rick Hahn likes to sport. Like that. I was like, damn, my my dad would love that. I I don't know where to get that. But like the little quarter zip that Rick Hahn wears with the fifty nine socks logo on it. He's gonna come down and fire Tony for not having your mean in the lineup. Like that. That would be a sight. But I loved your mean the other day talking about he can't wait to see his fans. Even Tony joked about it. He's like, you know, I don't want to get booed during introduction, so I think your mean's going to be in the lineup. But here's what your mean Mercedes had to say about coming to Chicago for the first time with the big club and being, you know, received by fans on the south side. I want to play my first game with the fans in Chicago. I want to see my fans over there in the opening day in Chicago. Um I want to everybody like talk with me. Um, I want to see my people. I want to see the <laughs> German fans, the Germanated fans. You know, I'm so excited. I, I can wait. So we will see on Thursday. This is big, man. I think you're, I'm calling it right here. Yermin is going to be like the next Royals killer. Like I think, I think he's going to have a big day in the home opener, and this team is going to look, you know, dramatically different. They're going to they're going to look full of energy. They're going to hit the ball around the yard a little bit, I think. And and Yermin's going to have some fun out there, and the fans are going to have some fun too. So like, the Yerminator fans, like you know how they have like the Aaron Judge fans in Yankee Stadium where they all wear like the judges' pair garb with the with the white wigs and the in the black robes, you know, all rise and all that. And so what for Yerminators? Do people dress up like Terminator? Like have the black leather jacket and jeans, like with maybe no no shirt underneath. Like, I think that would be a cool thing. No, what do you think? Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> but I I would rather them do like I uh, made the meme the other day that we are a part of the Yerman Nation. We <laughs> are a part of the Yerman Nation. I doing a dance. I was I was very quiet. I saw you and Jay Hood uh, doing that back and forth on Twitter and. Uh, you know, the way the Sox were playing, I was going to hit you with a more like, what have they done for me lately? <laughs> That's really good. Or I saved it. I, I, and we've gone this far and you've been saying his name wrong the whole time. I mean, what would Paul Wall say? Oh, Paul Wall. Yeah, that thing's been making its rounds a little bit here. Uh, hey, I'm on- oh, whoops. Sorry. Got a little, it's, you know, you got to be careful with your Paul Wall. You don't want to discharge the Paul Wall too early there. That's pretty embarrassing. That's not fun for anyone. What do you say, Paul? I'm on a mission for dime pieces and sexy ladies. Allow me to introduce you to my. You mean Mercedes? <laughs> um, yeah, that's going to be fun. Uh, yeah, man. So I'm looking forward to the whole your mean thing, like the, the whole like interacting with, with, with fans and hyping people up. I like I think it's going to be a fun thing to watch. And I think maybe we've undersold the your mean thing a bit because it's a lot of his, you know, his big day came on the weekend last weekend where we didn't do a show. And then we sort of look at the big picture wins and losses. But I don't think we've spent enough time talking about your mean like I, we spent a lot of time talking about him before. You know, and we're talking about roster decisions, even going back to, to spring of last year. But this season, I don't think we've given Yermin his due. And he's just he's leading the league in hitting, as one of our emailers pointed out, which is just amazing, dude. Yeah, he's been great. He's been more than we can ever expect from anybody on any rookie, much less him, who was a guy that was just going to be like the 26th man on the roster. So I knew he was going to hit. I didn't think he was going to hit this well this early. So. I'm very excited to see him versus Kansas City Royals and see what he does. 
But the player I'm excited to see the most today is Luis Robert. The reason is he feasted on the Kansas City Royals last year. I think he hit 12 home runs total in the year, four of them against the Kansas City Royals. And, of course, where Jason Benetti does the outrageous 88. <laughs> yeah. That was versus the Kansas City Royals in the, I think it was in the bottom of the ninth inning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, they he murdered them, and he took a clip of 300, 404, 650 slugging. Oof. So it was 10 games. He played the same 10 games versus the Twins, and he didn't do as well. He ate when it became the Royals on the other side, and he was making every play. The walk-off home run at, at guarantee rate was – versus the Kansas City Royals. Yeah, and I remember Rex Hudler got himself a, a you know big time dose of Luis Robert there. Oh man, oh that's good. That's big time power, man. Um, one last voicemail here from Kevin. Danny and Herb, what's up? This is Kevin in Logan Square. Love the show, guys. I just wanted to highlight something that I don't know if you're privy to, but can we highlight the fact that your meme is currently leading the majors in hits? And Yohan is leading the major in Ks. 12 hits for your mean, 11 freaking Ks, and 19 at-bats for Mancata. God-awful. As soon as I saw that freaking music video, I knew we were done for <laughs> with any sort of production from Mancata. What a joke. <laughs> anyway, love the show. Keep up the content. Herb, love you, but the Eckner wall freaking name is awful you gotta change that Eckner wall who does that you gotta be in like third grade to be spelling your name backwards man change that up love you guys that's some fair points there from uh from from kevin and uh and logan square fair play to the lad uh what say you do you have any retort no as a contrarian i want people not to like my name <laughs> and how i do the Eckner wall thing there's way too many Lawrences out there. I literally work with one. So, yes, I'm going to do that. And you youngsters have cleverly said that people are herbs, so I'm definitely not going to do that and use that as a derisive term, dicks. <laughs> All right, we'll take a quick timeout and preview the rest of the week. One more show left this week here on Locked on White Sox. Locked on Sox is brought to you by Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football is done. College hoops, done. But the NBA and NHL are still heating up. And of course, baseball, our game, it's in full swing. There's baseball things you can bet on every night. Parlays, individual game bets. It's all there for you on Bet Online. Bet Online even covers award shows, folks. TV shows, reality TV, they've got you all covered. Anything you want to bet on in this world, they've got it up there for you. The odds are updated in real time, and there's props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus when you use our promo code LOCKEDON. That's LOCKEDON for your 50% welcome bonus at BetOnline. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Be a waiver wire winner with the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast. It's a daily fantasy baseball podcast hosted by veteran fantasy analyst Scott Cullen, who uses data and nearly two decades of fantasy baseball experience to offer the strategies and waiver wire pickups that lead to league wins. Follow Locked On Fantasy Baseball on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Real quick shout outs. 
uh, this email came in late after I did the post game yesterday. Uh, but shout out to Dominic in Tacoma who was there. Uh, in in Washington yesterday in Seattle watching the White Sox and uh, he asked if we could Venmo him money so we could see the sweep so I did not see that until we sat down here to do the show so obviously sorry we, Dominic yeah I would have Venmoed you money yeah but, but but in Seattle it probably costs a billion dollars yeah absolutely I remember those the the the, the crab uh, panini uh, was pretty expensive out there um, but hey when in uh, Seattle or when in Rome um, I didn't get to the grasshoppers I tried to go to Edgar's and get some grasshoppers but they were out of it. Yeah, that wasn't a thing when I went there. So, like, I got to get back there and try that. Uh, uh, Dominic says here that he was, uh, uh, you know, having a hot dog with his wife and Zach Collins was batting and he was talking shit about him to his wife and then he hits the dinger. So he was very happy to see that. I think that's pretty much sums up. Keep our, it up, Dominic. Yeah, that's our entire Zach Collins experience as a White Sox fan. So, um, Friday morning, we'll have the recap of everything that happened on opening day, hopefully talking about a White Sox winner. And uh, we'll just talk about all the whole day, the festivities, and we'll hopefully some of you guys that went to the game will weigh in and let us know about your fan experience. Like if you want to pay it forward and tell people what to expect when they're going down to Guaranteed Rate Field, I can tell you this. If you're listening to this Thursday morning, don't forget your mask, no neck gaiters. They want you to wear a real mask. Uh, face covering so no neck gaiters there that's the only thing i remember that and just make sure you have your ticket on your phone ready and you know all those procedures i'm sure you can go to whitesocks.com and see everything you got going there so that's all i got today herb happy home opener i cannot wait to watch the game myself on tv so at three o'clock right yeah we'll be like the weather's gonna be a little bad early and then it's gonna clear up for game time hopefully for all you guys but you know you've been to a home opener if you're listening to this bundle up bring towel if you can if you put it in your pocket i know you can't bring extra uh extra bags and such but bring a towel so wipe your wipe your seat off and bring your uh big big thick jacket because yeah it's gonna be 50 better yet her buy a bunch of jackets for so jerry reinsdorf can help recoup some of that money he lost last year go to the go to the white Sox team store the chicago sports depot and buy some stuff gonna happen (laughs) no don't go there go to grandstand and buy their gear and make sure that you're warm for the game. My girlfriend bought me a beautiful White Sox cat or uh, coat. I'm gonna be wearing. I think it's gonna be 50 degrees, but 50 degrees at a ballpark, you know, yeah, it's cold as shit. Plus, later in the day when the sun goes down, like you know, although the sun's out a little bit later, but yeah, it'll it'll get colder out there. I gotta tell you, you have the official on-field dugout jacket, and you look pretty good in it, but you do not look as good as Michael Kopech looked in it last no night. Does. I don't know if you saw that before you nodded off. Oh, man. what a, Yeah, he was smiling out there in the bullpen, looking, you know, looking like Kopech would look uh, wearing that coat and, and, the, and the scully. Oh, yeah, mercy. So, yeah, bundle up out there and have fun, man. Have fun in the game. Hope you guys uh, – you know, hope we're talking about a winner tomorrow. So, uh, That'll be great. That'll be awesome to come home and – Win a game in front of the Royals, who I detest the most. No, the Twins I hate most, and then the Royals a second. But there's nothing better than beating AL Central foes, and being at the ballpark to witness that is a privilege and an honor for you guys who are going to the game today. So do not, do not take it for granted ever again. All right, Chris Tannehill, that is Chris Tannehill, at Chris Tannehill on Twitter. My name is Herb Lawrence, Ecknerwall23. You know what that is, Kevin? That's Lawrence spelled backwards. Two, three is for, of course, Brian Dahlbeck. Yes, legend. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or on YouTube at Locked On Socks. 312-566-8727 is the way you leave a voicemail like Kevin did. 
312-566-8727 or old school locked on socks at gmail.com. So happy opening day to all and hope we get a win here on locked on socks.